Hi guys, a beautiful morning to you all. Today's Bible reading will be taken from James 1, and our memory verse comes from James 1, verse 5 to 6, NLT version. If you need wisdom, ask our generous God, and He will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking, but when you ask Him, be sure that your faith is in God alone. Don't waver, for a person with divided loyalty is as unsettled as a wave of the sea that is blown and tossed by the wind. Let's take a few moments to ask the Holy Spirit to open our eyes, open our ears, and open our hearts to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to us today. For this entire book of James, I would want us to take every chapter every day. The book of James is one of my favorite books of the Bible because it is packed with wisdom. When you read the book of James, you actually need to sit down on it and meditate on it. There's so many things to actually meditate on. So we're going to be taking everything in bite size. Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you'll be perfect and complete, needing nothing. If you need wisdom, ask our generous God and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. But when you ask him, be sure that your faith is in God alone. Don't waver, for a person with divided loyalty is as unsettled as a wave of the sea that is blown and tossed by the wind. The moment I read this, I read it when I needed it the most, which is now while I'm recording. I've been learning something for the past week and I just wanted to learn that thing for just a week. And not just extend it to the second week because I know that I will not have time in the second week. So I've been trying to reach a goal that <laughs> is far, but you know, I can reach it because obviously I have the mind of Christ. But today I was messing it up in a way and I was making so many mistakes and I just felt confused and overwhelmed on my way back to my hostel. So when I picked up the Bible, <laughs> this is what I read. This is just God telling me that I should not be afraid of making mistakes. We should not be afraid when we meet challenges and problems but we should see it as an opportunity for great joy because in all these mistakes when we make these mistakes we can ask why did i make this mistake what happened there so that it will never happen again so let it grow let your faith grow so whenever you encounter problems whenever you encounter things that shakes your faith know that your faith is being tested and in the point where your faith is being tested that's when you see that your endurance is growing you can either fall or your faith will grow but if you fall you'll stand up again if your your faith grows it's only going to keep growing so let it grow for when your endurance is fully developed you'll be perfect and complete needing nothing and that is exactly the word we needed today i'm sure that's going to be the word someone that is listening to this thing is going to need if you need wisdom please don't be afraid to ask our generous god god is happy to give us out of his wisdom out of his reserve of wisdom it is endless he will give it to you he will not rebuke you or get angry or think are you not too smart for that he will not rebuke you for asking but when you ask him make sure that your faith is in god alone there's a bot to when you're asking god for something make sure that your faith is in him alone don't depend on ah, okay if god does not answer me i'm gonna ask brother this i'm gonna ask auntie this I will fall back on this. There, don't let there be a plan B for God. 
let your God be your planning. If he's not planning, he's nothing. He moved on and said that such people who their loyalty is divided should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Their loyalty is divided between God and the world and they are unstable in everything they do. Believers who are poor have something to boast about for God has honored them. And those who are rich should boast that God has humbled them. They will fade away like a little flower in the field. I read this and I was like, uh-uh. She, they should not be rich believers. Like, what is happening? I read so many versions and I, I decided to think about it. I decided to, you know, ruminate on this. And I realized that, you know, he was first talking about people who their loyalty is divided between God and the world. So, you know, people that are poor, they don't have anything to fall back on. So, who did they actually really fall back on? Most of the time, in moments when we depend on God the most, is when we see that we are at our lowest. We have no one to run to. That is when most people run to God. So, he's saying that the poor should rejoice because, you know, they have something to boast about. That's why the fact that they don't have anything. They can boast in God because since their hope only depends on God and God doesn't fail, He will never fail them. But the rich, the rich who, you know, who depend on their possessions, they are going to be rich believers. There are many rich believers who depend on only God. But now, talking about people that their loyalty is divided between God and the world. These rich people, they feel like they have something to fall back on. They have people that they've helped to fall back on. If God does not answer, my money can answer. If my money does not answer, my connection can answer. He said, oh, these rich people should boast that God has humbled them because God will humble them. They will fade away like a little flower in the field. The hot sun rises and the grass withers. The little flower droops and falls and its beauty fades away. In the same way, the rich will fade away with all of their achievements because they depend on these achievements. We move on and it says, God blesses those who patiently endure testing and temptation. Afterward, they will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love him. And remember, when you are being tempted, don't say God is tempting me. God is never tempted to do wrong and he never tempts anyone else. Temptation comes from our own desires, which entices us and drags us away. These desires give birth to sinful actions and when sin is allowed to grow, it gives birth to death. James did not only tell us that God doesn't tempt us. He also told us where our temptations come from. He says that your temptations don't just come suddenly. They come because of you desire something, you want something. And in your place of desire, that is where the devil can take you and decide, okay, let me use this place to enter this person. So your temptation actually comes from your own desires. Our temptations come from our own desires. This is why they entice us and they want to drag us away. From these desires, these desires grow into sinful actions. It all starts from your thoughts. You know, the Bible says, out of the abundance of the heart comes out the lips. So that means that everything that you've thought of, that you've decided that, okay, your mind is on, that is what comes out from your mouth. People don't just talk anyhow, especially in fits of anger and all. They are saying the things that are in, our, in their hearts. Same thing with our temptations and our sinful actions. When you fall to sin, it doesn't just suddenly happen. It happens because something has been happening before in your mind. It has been breathing in your mind and you found an opportunity to come out and it came out. So he says that these desires give birth to sinful actions and when sin is allowed to grow, it gives birth to death. Don't be misled. These thoughts will come. 
especially because in this time when okay some people want to keep their purity there are so many things that could bring on sexual urge but then how do you not let it grow by rebuking that thought by not watching movies that you know have these sexual um, scenes by not reading books that have those sexual scenes that will arouse you or something or anything that makes you think about it or you know brings you closer to that cut it off these are ways to make sin die down because sin gives birth to death so don't be enslaved my dear brothers and sisters whatever is good and perfect is a good gift coming down to us from god our father who created all the lights in heaven so every good gift every gift that god gives you is good every good gift is from god and through these good gifts god will not try to tempt you or anything all his gifts will not cast a shadow his words will not go back to him in vain he never changes or cast a shifting shadow he chose to breathe to us by giving us his true word and we out of all creation became his prized possession so god will not tempt you it is our desires that become temptation for us understand this dear brothers and sisters you must all be quick to listen slow to speak and slow to get angry human anger does not produce righteousness that god desires so get rid of all the filth and evil in your lives and humbly accept the word that god has planted in your heart for it has the power to save your souls be quick to listen let your ear be sharp be slow to speak hold your mouth be slow to get angry don't let anybody just piss you off or any any smart and piss you off or get you angry hold your anger because human anger does not produce anything righteous that god desires it makes us angry it makes us say things that we are not supposed to say it makes us do things that we're not supposed to do things that we'll end up regretting so get rid of all the filth and evil in your lives and humbly accept the word that god has planted in your hearts for it has the power to save your souls you can't hold your anger step out walk away take a walk do something block your ears or just try not to let your anger take the best of you but don't just listen to god's words you must do what it says what's what do you benefit from you know just listening to something and then you're not doing what it says otherwise you're only fooling yourself but if you listen to the word and don't obey it is like glancing at your face in a mirror you see yourself quite all right you walk away and forget what you look like let me give you an example in front of the mirror you see that there's a white maybe powder smear on your right cheek it's not supposed to be there you see it and you notice it and then immediately you leave the mirror you know that this thing is there but then you still did not wipe it you didn't do anything about it you left it to keep moving about does that make any sense so what's the point of you looking at the mirror what's the point of you pinning down the problem and not doing anything about it you see yourself in the mirror you walk away and forget what you look like but if you look carefully into the perfect door that sets you free and if you do what it says don't forget what you heard then god will bless you for doing it if you claim to be religious but don't control your tongue you're only fooling yourself your religion is worthless pure and genuine religion in the sight of god the father means caring for orphans and widows in their distress and refusing to let the world corrupt you if you claim to be religious and you can't hold your tongue what's the use of your religion 
you're only fooling yourself a pure and genuine religion in the sight of god means you care for orphans and widows in their distress and refusing to let the world corrupt you because you are not of this world you're an ambassador of christ you're not to conform i've taken my time to talk about james 1 please if you need to read it over and over in the course of the day please do meditate on all that he has said so that more light will come there is more you can always dig deep and deep and deep and deep and this is how we end today's bible study i hope you guys have a great day through the inviting the holy spirit into your daily activities i love you and jesus loves you even more